What's going on, folks? You're about to listen to one of the highest caliber, entertaining, fascinating, rewarding, and wisdom-filled episodes we've ever had on the show. I can't wait for you to be introduced to our guest. Such amazing music, such profound words. I'm pretty sure he has a new song out now. But get ready for one of his older classics. Enjoy the sounds and the interview with Septimius the Great. legend of a human being of the utmost quality, not just a musician, not just an actor with four films coming out, not just a fashion model, but an educator, an overall entertainer. It's Septimius the Great. Thank you so much for being here. This is such an honor. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Got my coffee. I'm good. That's amazing. I am too. And for people that will see this one day on the screen right now, we're audio only. I'm in the mink. This is the first time ever I've been coaxed into doing an interview in the mink. It's 130 degrees outside, but we got the faux fur on. And uh, and I'm excited to be here. So for folks who might not be familiar with your story, people that are being introduced to the story of Septimius for the first time, um, take us back a little bit to the beginning. Um, when did this story of, of you as the artist uh, really begin? Yeah, you know what? Back in 2010, I went through a breakup and I had to reevaluate myself as a person and, you know, a better to better myself. So I said, you know what? My new person is going to be a, a music artist. And my friends is like, you are absolutely crazy. You know nothing about music. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was looking for a powerful name and I was Googling like, you know, black emperors, black kings and whatever. And this guy popped up, Septimius Severus, uh, which was a real Roman emperor from Africa. And I was like, ooh, that means a name with a little meaning. Okay, he was Septimius Severus, the emperor of the Roman empire. I'm gonna be Septimius the Great the Roman emperor of music, and that's how it started. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that origin story. And for folks who are familiar, this might be their first time, you know, where has that journey taken you? Man, I mean, I went from, go, you know, going on to Craigslist, looking for a producer, do a couple of beats. I only wanted to do one song for a fashion show because I came from the modeling world. And that one song led into, like, writing a song to, like, being in a studio, understanding like studio recording. So I was like, oh, wow, I can do this. So the guy was like, well, you should do about four or five songs to release an EP. I'm like, an EP? What is that? I said, okay. So we went from one song to an EP to an album. And now I'm working on my second album to be released next year. That's amazing. And it's not just been like a success as far as people listening, but there's also been some awards as well. You've been You've been recognized by the industry. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So because I was so different when I came out, because my sound is really different. Um, I was, you know, I, I learned quickly about, uh, you know, just submitting my music to everywhere. So I found out all these independent awards. So I started submitting myself. I think right now I'm up to like 19 awards on the indie music channel uh, out here in L.A. <laughs> um, I was in a, uh, nominated for the Hollywood Music and Media Awards. I was the Academy of Music Awards. You name it. But the biggest thing 
is just recently I was um, last year I was nominated for the Grammys for um, best dance album collaboration with Ten City, and then this year I actually end up winning uh, a Grammy along with Cabo Pyramid for best reggae album. So collaboration. <laughs> That's unreal. Congratulations, and it's obviously earned and deserved. For you know coming from this place of people being like you're not going to be able to do this. What are you thinking? Like, was it in? Was it in your field of vision that you'd be recognized by the industry? Was that ever part of the plan? Or was that just something that came from the hard work? Like, what what was that like? It definitely came from the hard work because my my whole scope was to just um, do a, a nice song for a fashion show. But then once, you know, people started saying, oh, you're pretty. You're good at this. You're good. I love your beats. I love your style. I love the way you dress. La, la. You should do this. You should do that. Have you ever heard about the Grammys? I was like, yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> Well, they, they was like, go ahead and go apply. I said, apply? What do you mean? <laughs> and anyone can do it in industry. So it kind of, my goals kind of evolved over the years. I just never thought it would be at this level because I was just having fun. <laughs> I love that. I'm so glad because I think that's something a lot of artists get hung up on, right? It's like at the at the beginning, it's about passion. It's about pursuit of joy and, and <laughs> purpose. And then along the way, when we make that transition from like hobbyist to professional, um, it can get really draining and really daunting for you and your personal journey. You know, when you're faced with those, you know, those peaks and valleys, where were some ways that you were able to keep yourself motivated when the accolades and, and the money and the success weren't really there? Well, you know, it, it, that's a constant battle with me because, you know, I do it for creativity and uniqueness and to teach something different because I'm this whole septimious guy. Um, <laughs> so um, it gets it gets kind of taunting for me because. I run across people like managers or publicists and things like that who are good at what they do, but my my brain is so unique. I'm not hip hop, I'm not EDM, I'm not you know any kind of genre. So they're good at what they do, but when it comes to like trying to fit me in their formula, it just doesn't work sometimes. It's like, it, I feel like I'm being put into a box. I have to act a certain way, produce a certain way, look a certain way. And sometimes I remember in the beginning, when I first came out, I did all hip hop showcases. But you know, so I'm the one walking in with dancers, props, security, you know, all this kind of stuff. They're looking at me like, we don't do none of that. <laughs> what are you doing? Who is this guy? But uh, that's the level I want. I wanted to bring the real life image of a real Roman emperor of music. But I had to water it down, especially in America, um, because they didn't go for it. They didn't care about how you dress. You know, rap. If, if I'm going to hip hop genre, it's not about you know, your clothes and, and choreography. It's not about all of that. It's just getting on stage, bouncing around, spitting lyrics. And I, I wanted to go beyond that. So mm -hmm. it's been a real challenge for me to find a real team who gets it or a team that has no blinders that will uh, open to something creating, completely different left field and let's go with it. So it's been a lot of challenges with it, um, even with the accolades and, and I'm like, Okay, that's good, but I, I could do a lot better, guys. You know, it's like, oh, thank you, but you, this, this is watered down. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm I'm looking to like ex keep expanding it because again, I created I created to be a visual creation, a creative, mm -hmm. unique experience, and I've yet to scratch the surface on that yet. I love that. That's so great. I had a, I have a question on that front, but I want to take a quick step back. You mentioned something I think is really important. A lot of folks. Or getting into whether it's music or or just the business of entertainment, this idea of building a team is really important. And I think it's not 
you 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 put it so eloquently, but I think it's something a lot of people don't prioritize enough. When you're looking for new team members or you're looking to expand your team, what are some qualities that you're looking for in people? Like what is the Septimius priority list? You know, I, that that's a great question. I, I don't get asked that enough on that detail level. It's because like I get approached by a lot of people like, oh man, I love this. You do blah, 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 blah. I would love to do this for you. And, or people uh, will contact me. And the first thing I ask them is, have you researched my brand? You know, what are your, what are your favorite songs? What is your favorite video? You know, what is my favorite outfit? And if they can't really answer it, it's like, you love the en my energy, but you really don't know what I had, what the product is, what the brand is. So that's number one is like, do you really know my brand? Do you, can you really see beyond uh, what I can see? Um, so that's one of the qualifications. And then the two, the second thing I'm learning too is I'm a businessman at heart. Marketing and promotions is my thing. I love to now, well, now I love to talk before I didn't, but <laughs> um, is uh is the the first the faith that the main thing I say is can you do more than what I can do? Or can you be at the speed that I can do? Uh, because what's gonna be frustrating us both is if my expectations are here, you're down here. Or we're not even expectations on the same level. If we can't do that, as much as I love the energy and I love the respect and, and all the accolades and the compliments, we just don't really match. And it took me a long time to realize that because there's a lot of people want to help. A lot of people want to be on board. But until they understand your real product or your real brand, they might not be, you know, at the, you know they might not be able to help you. Yeah, and that, that will hinder you as a team as opposed to growing as a team. So I had to learn closely, you know, what my team members positions are, what their duties are, because you can still help in a capacity, but not manager, you know, right. not the publicist, not the PR, but mm -hmm. you can be on the team. And I had to learn how to categorize people who want to help because I love help from everyone and I love building a team, but I don't want to set our expectations too high because I don't want you to fail and I don't want to fail. So that's a great, I mean, that's, that's really valuable insight. And I, I feel like a lot of people are going to get a lot of wisdom out of that. You mentioned something I thought was really surprising, which is that there was a time you didn't like speaking, uh, like the public <laughs> persona. What, what changed? When did that shift happen? You know, it was in high school where, you know, um, they say they were like, you should model. I was like, mm -mm, I'm not modeling. <laughs> are you crazy? I'm not getting in front of anybody, but I tried it. And runaway modeling was fine because I was like, oh, I don't have to talk. I just have to walk. All right, teach me. And then after that, it, that one step forward into the arts brought me out of my shell. I started to be able to talk. I was like enjoying it. I was modeling. And then here I am, a music artist and I'm a speaker and, you know, educating people. I'm like, this is not the guy in high school. <laughs> That's awesome. What a beautiful change. Like, that's it, it, it's so reassuring that, you know, people like, I think I think it was Will Smith who I heard say it first, and I'm sure he wouldn't credit himself with it, but I'm going to credit him where he said all the best things in life are on the other side of fear. And oh, so, you know, that is so true. Because and that's one of the people say say about me that's like you have no fear. You don't care if it's yes or no. I don't. I'm going to try it. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> that's awesome. And I think it's a testament to your career. Let's take a little step back. You know, we've talked about the musical side of things. Um, when did you start getting into the world of acting as well? Was that post music? Was that before? And what when was that process beginning? It was, 
definitely post music. What happened was I, because I created the brand Septimius the Great, I was contacted by a, a, a film producer or creator, executive producer, director. Well, I don't know what his title is, but, but uh, he said, "Hey, I wrote a book about called Severus the Black Caesar." And um, would you want to be a part of it? And I was like, sure, yes. He said, it's about the real life of Septimius. And I was like, great. So I went on Amazon, looked at it. And then I was like, oh, cool. This, I said, so then you can help me with the real, real story of, uh, of Septimius. He said, have you ever acted before? And I was like, well, yes, because I've been Septimius for 10 years. <laughs> so he said, would you be interested in being the lead actor for my project for HBO? We're pitching it for called Severus the Black Caesar. And I would love for you to be Septimius. And uh, I said, well, cool. I said, only thing I have to ask in addition to that is, one, can my music be part of the soundtrack? <laughs> Two, can you change the picture on the book to be actually me? And he agreed it all. So now on Amazon, the book is the book on Amazon called Severus the Black Caesar. It's my face about the real Septimius. And we're still working on the uh, the pre-production of the, the actual series, which three teasers are on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, that are of the uh, Severus the Black Caesar. And that's how the acting kicked off. And then from there, I was like, oh, I could do this. I, I could do, I could do this. So I started reaching out to different people because my music videos were always done by uh, cinematographers, not just music video people. So they were like, oh, you know, a buddy of mine is shooting this film. Would you want to play this character? Sure, let's do it. And then one to the next, to the next, to the next. Now, I've never really auditioned, auditioned for roles. I, I've pretty much been given them so far um, um, because of my personality and the brand that I built. And that's how the acting kicked off. And this has been about, well, before, it was one year before COVID. So I guess about four years. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's it. It really shows the insight into like your expertise as a marketing professional too. That you were like, all right, I'll do this, but I also want music in it, and I want to be on the book. When did that? When did the marketing start factoring? Is that something that you were like formally educated in or self-taught? How did that come into it? I think pretty much self-taught. Yeah, because I I never went to schooling for it uh, for, for marketing. I was actually in school for bio. I was a dual major in biology and chemistry. Go figure. But. <laughs> But um, I, I I went three years through and I stopped because I was sitting in class like, what am I? I don't want to do biology. I don't, I'm good at it, but I don't want to do it. So I stopped and I went into business. But I think um, I, I think it was just always embedded in me. I mean, I'll try something that makes sense or might not make sense um, to get the marketing and promotions. And I, I learned that it was marketing promotions, how my mind thought, think. So I was kind of self-taught. Self -taught. That's amazing. I, I mean, that's what an incredible transition. Cause it's, you know, you look at like the routes of a career and obviously biology and chemistry are very sought after, you know, uh, fields of study and, and expertise. Walk me through a little bit, like what that part of your life was like when you were making that decision. Uh, cause I know a lot of artists are faced with that really difficult moment of like this, this works, I'm good at it, but like, there's something missing. What did you, what was the thought process like for you where you finally made the the final decision of like, you know what, I'm going to drop this and, and go this creative path. Yeah, I think when I was, you know, I remember sitting in, in class and I was like back to back was like chemistry, biology, calculus or something or analytics and physics all in one 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 day. And I'm like, I don't want to do this, you know, and then I, I'm sitting in class, like listening to stuff and I'm like, this is not what I want to do. I, I, I don't feel it. I don't know what it is. And I didn't even know if it was creatively or not. I just knew that 
that lane of being a, a college de degree um, uh, student in the field of biology and chemistry, I wasn't going to use that. I wasn't going to go that route for anything. And I had to find my way. So after that, I just started exploring different areas of the arts. You know, so I was into performing. I was into modeling. I was into a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, just just trying to find myself. And then I found, you know, later on that music was it. And even when I started Septimius, you know, my career and and what because I've always been like a call in call center management or project management. So um, that I, I always kept it you know, as a background, because even as a music artist, it was a hobby. You know, I was having fun. You know, even with acting, I'm having fun. Now, is it long standing? Do I see myself as, you know, rich and famous for the rest of my life as a music artist? I don't even think that way. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, I'm having fun. People are liking it. I get to be creative. Let's see how far it goes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what a, what an amazing story that you have. And it it's, it's so inspiring for me to hear. And I'm sure so many of the audience are gonna find so much wisdom just listening to this and, and seeing parallels in their own lives. For folks who might be listening, who are either at that transitional phase of like, you know what, this isn't working. I, I want to go do something that makes sense for me. Or maybe they're just at a point of contention in their creative process. Like, what would be some some words of wisdom or some things that you've picked up from mentors or peers along the way that, you know, inspired you and, and keep you motivated to keep doing this? Well, you know, I've heard it from different aspects. People like saying, you know, follow your dreams, follow your dreams. But I'm a realistic person is I'm gonna follow my dreams, but I'm gonna keep my job. <laughs> so I tell people, yes, you can follow your dreams, but keep your job because you still got to survive. There's no reason for you to be sleeping on couches or homeless or in cars when you could just keep a job and still pursue your dream, your dreams. Um, it's not the best solution, but it's, it's it's realistic because you're still making a living for yourself and you can pursue your dreams at the same time. So I would say to people, you know, don't quit your job, get keep a job, but but you got to go harder when it comes to you pursuing your dreams because you got to keep that job, but you got to work even harder um, for that for that opportunity to happen. Yep, that is so so incredibly wise and it's it's so funny because when we're when we were kids and people would be like don't quit your day job i i personally would take that as like an affront i'd be like are you talking shit right now right but um but it's so true it's like no like i want i don't want you to struggle um but i will say it's an incredibly tasking undertaking to work a work full time and pursue these things how do you balance how do you find like the the fine line so you don't burn out <laughs> i don't and sometimes, sometimes I wake up like, who are who am I right now? <laughs> what, what, what was I doing? Um, <laughs> but it's 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 completely draining. It drains me. But what drives me is I want to be creative. And this project I started, I want everyone to see it. And even when I'm tired and I'm on a job that I don't really enjoy or anything, my job is paying my bills. My job is not that bad. I'm just have to keep pushing myself to be creative. And that's the, the most important thing. And not to get an ego, you know, that's really important because people, you know, will quit their jobs because, oh yeah, I got this award, blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna quit all my jobs, whatever, because I'm famous. No, no, no. That's just 15 minutes of fame. So if you don't have a plan to go past that 15 minutes, I don't care how many awards you have, you're going to just go up and down, up and, and there's no need for it. 
So I don't wow. have an ego. So no matter how much any awards I get, how many applause or how many you're 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 this, you're that, that's all good. And I'm good and I'm glad I'm getting recognition for it. But mm -hmm. I also don't have an ego. It does not go to my head because in today, out tomorrow. So I have to and I always think that way. Yeah. Is that something that you worked into and like developed as like a muscle or was that just from the beginning? You just you kind of devoid you separate your ego from your work. Well, you know, I think what happened was, um, well, because I was the only child, my mom passed away when I was 18. So I from 18 on up, I always thought nothing lasts forever. You know, that's for like relationships, finances, job, career, whatever. So I was always, I, it almost put me in hustle mode. So hustle mode was keep, 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 keep going because you don't know what's going to stop. The roller coaster might just, just, just keep riding because you, it's going to stop eventually, but just, just go for it 100% um, speed to keep up with it. Um, so what happened was, because I was in hustle mode and, you know, people might like the way you look, the way your clothes look, blah, 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 blah. I, that's not important to me. I want to train. I'm trying to keep up, you know, thank you, but I, I'm still going. What's next? What's next? Because this train is going to end soon. So that that's, I think that's, it became muscle, a muscle type rea uh, reality for me above it. I think it was because of that losing of my mom and I was the only child that I was on my own. So it, that, that kind of like catapulted me. To think that way and act that way yeah wow that's and and i and i sure it goes without saying i'm sure you've heard it before but your mom is looking down so proud of all the things you've accomplished and <laughs> you know, she's she her energy is here in this interview right now i can feel it and I'm, I'm really grateful for it it's it's moments like these that i reflect in you know the way that i don't know if we want to use the word the universe or like a higher power like there is like there are forces at work that i can't describe um and i wouldn't waste your time trying to right as far as like a a higher power of spirituality or like the universe, does this play an effect into the way that you create? I really think so. Um, I think it's the creative the way I created me as a person and create music or acting or any project because, you know, I'm not like I wouldn't say uh, religious, but I am spiritual, um, and I think that a lot of us hear like these inner voices or little signs that happen, and we're so bullheaded into doing it our way if you pay attention to some of the signs and the little voices inside of you, it will help you guide you in the right way. And I think I have been guided in the right way a lot of things because I'm like, how did I get here? What have I done? <laughs> and people like, how did you, I was like, I don't even know. I just go with my feeling and if something's telling me to do a certain thing, I just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't second That's guess. It goes back to what you said about, about Will Smith. That, that sometimes that it's that fear that's put it instilled in you. If you allow, if you listen to that part of you, you will go back. But if you look, listen to like optimism, what ifs, um, let's try it. If you listen to that voice and do it, that's where that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Love that, and that's what I thought when you were when you were sharing the story about how you know you saw this character of Septimius and you were like, oh, I, I want to embolden this and embody this in like a modern era. And then you chose this as your persona. And then here's this guy who's writing this book about this character. Like, those are the coincidences. When you were saying that, I was like, oh man, that's, that's, the, there's some divine work at play with that. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. And as far as like the vision that you're trying to get across, right? Whether it's through your music or the character that you portray or like, what is the, the, the vision that you have that you're trying to impart on an audience? 
definitely my vision is whether it's you know whether it's music fashion you know, or acting it's just like it's being an individual like um I, I i want people to understand you can create anything you want any it could be the weirdest thing it could be the simplest thing but you can create anything you want and despite if someone likes it or love it doesn't make a difference as long as you enjoy doing it and whenever someone doesn't like it that's kudos because they're talking about you <laughs> they're spreading that this you know so i i employ all of that and, and i think that i want to create an image where nobody knows what who septimius is you know my clothes may be completely different from what someone else likes my sound might be something completely different. as long as you take the moment to acknowledge it listen and see it and hear it i won i'm good whether you like it or not <laughs> and that that's what i want people to because everybody's idea everybody's thought everybody's passion um, or anything any creation will be rewarded and respected by someone not everyone and not, never think you're going to please everyone just please yourself and the ones who like you <laughs> yeah wow you have such a great outlook and it, it, it's i'm so grateful because you know when i when i created this this programming the goal was to show people this is what it looks like to pursue your purpose, right? Like that's that's like the log line for the show is people pursuing purpose. And I wanted to show the audience like diff, a broad spectrum of what that looks like. And you're just, you're giving so much wisdom and, and so much, so much alpha is what they call it in the crypto space. Like you're just giving so much guidance for folks that even if it wasn't in the creative space, if, if these are, you know, business people who are listening or scientists, like, just do it like who cares what it is just get after it exactly even if you do it wrong you'll figure it out <laughs> that's so valid i'm so grateful for your time it's Go ahead. My, friend, my friends uh tease me too they were like okay what what character are you gonna pull out your head next don't tell me you're gonna run for mayor or governor or something i said oh you know what i don't know let's see <laughs> I would love that. I, listen, I'm helping with the campaign when that day comes. This is, this is me manifesting it. So that you you bring up a great uh, great follow up, which is what is next for you? Well, definitely. You know, um, my my ultimate goal when I'm doing this creative thing was to be to be performing on the Grammy stage. Almost there. Never performed there, but I'm in the Grammy buzz. So my next stage is to be an EGOT winner because that's going to give me experience in Emmys, Grammys. Tonys and Oscars on all levels of entertainment. But what I want what I, the reason why I want to add uh, uh, EGOT is not be, be EGOT winners, not because I want the fame and, and accolades, is I want the knowledge of all those areas. Because my ultimate idea is to create an entertainment firm that will, in all aspects, that I can uplift the up and coming to say, okay, well, this is how I did it. This is why I know it works and let's try it because I believe in you and let's do it. So my entertainment firm is my ultimate goal. Yeah, that is so great. I can't wait for it to happen. I already know it's going to happen. Um, you manifested it and, you, and you're bringing it to life with the words that you're using right now. Um, speaking to that, because eventually you're going to have clients of your own and you're going to be putting people on. What are some who are some artists that you're really supportive of right now? Who are some people that you see doing some work that you want to amplify? um well uh what do you mean like the people i look up to you mean yeah people you look up to or just people in your circle that you that are killing it right now yeah like so people i look up to is definitely uh like will i am 
um, because he goes way beyond <laughs> music and he's into business and visionary and, you know, all like optimism and stuff like that. So definitely him. Pioneers like Barry Gordy, who started Motown. Um, out of nowhere, people thought he was crazy. Um, <laughs> um, people like that. You know, I look up to people like that because people who did not give into fear and they said, do it, try it. Let's see if it works. Um, now, as for people coming up, I've, I haven't really got a chance to like to meet too, too many people that I would like back yet because I still consider myself as a student. Um, it's, mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I'm still they're like, teach me this. Oh, I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm just doing trial and error. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, but I know that that's one thing I want to I want to definitely uh, look look beyond. I don't think I'll be too like strenuous about um, you have to be a certain type of person to get my help or my my um, my type of advice. I think it's to me it's everything else can be taught, but the energy and passion is something that you can't teach. I can teach a, a roach or a tick or something, you know, to be a music artist at some level, probably probably go viral, viral too. But <laughs> but um, you can teach some things, but like energy and passion, that's just something you, you can't teach. Um, so that those are the two criteria for any working for anybody. And then the third criteria is not to have an ego. Don't take this stuff too 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 uh, too much for granted, because it's in today, out tomorrow. Just enjoy it. Be nice about it. And you know, and if this is your idea, let's go for it. So, I'll, I to say to to mention that I'm on the lookout. I'm on the lookout for people um, who are who have that energy and that passion and that non-ego um, personality. No matter if it's TV, film, fashion, um, media. You know, they don't make a difference. Uh, acting, theater, everything. So I am looking out for that. And I'm glad you said that because I haven't even, I haven't even thought about it. it is time for me to start being around in circles to be like a little mentor um, to people, so I can uh, we can share ideas and grow. Yeah, and start getting the, that revenue share going. Get your percentage. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. And for people listening, you know, I know you're expecting that when he said "Will I Am," he was talking about me. Unfortunately, there's other Will I Am's out there that are more successful, and and one in particular that we we both greatly admire. I love the Motown shout out. That's they redefined the way that the music industry functioned. At, they and, really did, and brought and brought highlights to cities and and artists that were not being highlighted. It's, exactly, I, it, it's uh, that's such a great reference. Um, speaking back, but bringing it back to the music, what's next for you music wise? Is there an album or or a single that's coming out that we can talk about? Well, it's funny you said that because my album, my second, my sophomore album is Septimius 2.0. But it was, I was trying to get it to come out on my birthday in June, didn't work. I was trying to do it in September coming up, that didn't work. And then, you know, it's Grammy season. So everything has to be out before August 30th for submissions. So instead of the album coming out, I'm just going to release some singles because I've, 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 um, yeah, I've completed 16 songs. Um, and then right now I'm just going to be releasing the first one comes out. Oh, August 15th. What's the day? Oh, 11 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's called Anything You Want. It's a collaboration between a Liberian artist, myself as an American artist, along with a Nigerian producer. Uh, so it's an Afrobeat collaboration. I'm really, really excited about that. that I submitted to the Grammys, um, but also have another song called Moments that's going to be coming out after that, well, maybe like two months after that, which is a collaboration with Jordan Sparks. So I'm excited about that. And then I got, you know, I got, I got something for the LGBTQ community. I got something for the uh, the R&B community. I even got a, a collaboration with a, a metal, heavy metal band 
and myself coming out as well. So um, what's coming up music-wise, like almost every two months starting on this month, you'll get a new release um, from me in different genres um, leading up to the, uh, the album, which will be released in 2024 um, called Septimius 2.0. That's music wise, music wise. Yeah, you're, you're such a diverse artist in, in the like, even just in that brief little, you know, description that you gave, you're working in all these different genres and with these different communities. Is that a place that you pull inspiration from? Or is it just part of like your ethos is you want to like highlight these these areas? I think it's, it's kind of it's kind of me. Yeah, because when, when I built the, the brand, I, I said to myself, what is a Roman emperor? And a Roman emperor was over top of so many different cultures, you know, from Italy to uh, to Lib Liberia, Libya. Um, they was over Africa, you know, the Middle East. They were over everything. I was like, okay, well, that was a combination of different people and different cultures. My brain has to do the same thing too. So I, I don't have any kind of exclusion at all. It's for any and everybody, and I make sure that it's, it's like that because I want it. I wanted to cross all types of people, whether race, sexuality, age, it don't make a difference. It's everybody <laughs> because I believe in inclusion. I, I, I believe in bridging those gaps between all, all types of communities. So it's really important to me. Yeah, That's amazing. That's amazing. We, we definitely share that. And I would, I would say that the audience shares that as well. So I'm, I'm really grateful to hear that. And folks, if you're listening right now, you can find information in the description um, to any time that there's a new drop, anytime that something comes out, we're going to be promoting it on the show because we, we really believe in, in amplifying voices that are empowering others and, and, and pushing the boundaries and, you know, creating this amazing world that we live in and, uh, and all of its beauty and wonder. So I'm so grateful. Um, just as a final aside, you know, in, in all of our conversation, I've, I've picked up so much and I know that the audience will as well, but as far as like motivation or inspirational thoughts, um, what is something you want to leave the audience with or make sure that you had said to them before we close this out? Yeah, inspiration. I would say embrace the word no. I think that's really important. Um, no is not always a negative. Uh, to me, no is an opportunity. And the reason why I say that is because I, got, I get so many of them uh, of no, you don't fit. No, that doesn't work. No, we don't like that. No, it's not our whatever. But what I, what I do is I ask every person that gives me no, I'm like, oh, for real, why would you say that? They were like, oh, because you don't do this, you don't do that. Really? Go back, I go back, I redesign myself, I reformat myself, and I come back with the ones, that, the things you said no. I thought, okay, here we go, yes. Would this be a yes now? Because you wanted this, you wanted that, you wanted this, here you go. Can we work now? <laughs> and then they actually end up being your best, your best networks. Every person that says no, actually becomes a part of your team in some way because you showed us tenacity and the perseverance that you went back and you didn't take it negatively, but you improved it for them. Not saying that you improved it for yourself, you improved it for them so that you can work together as a yes. So I would say definitely take every no as an opportunity, take every no and rework yourself, not because you're changing yourself, it's because you're trying to make that yes opportunity turns into a yes and not keep it as a no. Mm. Yep. That is so insightful in so many ways, because I think a lot of people, myself included, sometimes might have our egos hurt and be like, oh, no. OK, then fuck you. I'm going to do right. that. <laughs> yeah. and then you lose that. And then it, but you're you're giving this amazing perspective shift, which is no. I'm All right. All right. You said no. Let me give you something you might say yes to. Exactly. That's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. 
like for example, like that um, when they, when I first came out with you know in Baltimore because I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and um, when I first came out, I said uh, I said okay, I said I want to be in the radio. So I went to all the radio stations in Baltimore. They were like, oh, you know, you don't really fit the the uh, our format. It has to be more hip hop. Yours is more dance. We don't do dance. I'm like, okay, all right. So I collaborate with a hip hop artist. Here we go. <laughs> and we got that. And that, that that's one of the things, you know, I didn't take it negative. I was, I was hurt, like you said. You was hurt because you really, I really want to hear myself on the radio mm -hmm. and I really wanted to be accepted, but I didn't fit their format. It's not their fault. It's what they, that's what they do. So I had to quickly think about my marketing mind. Let me get a popular hip hop artist with my little sound, we're gonna fuse it together. Like, oh, wow, this is different. It's kind of hip hop, but it's also dance. It's kind of, okay, it's like a house music. Okay, you know, we, 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 we fuck with that. We could do this, we could do this. I right, thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. And shout out to the DMV. It's a, one of the most underrated art scenes on the planet. You from there? I'm from, I went to school in DC. Oh, yes, you did say that. That's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. amazing. That's right. Well, I love yeah. that we have that bond. Um, I'm so grateful for your time. This this was such an inspiration for me personally, as I'm sure it will be for everyone who listens. Um, I'm so grateful. And uh, like I said, everybody, you can find all the information in the below section and make sure that you're staying tuned because this is one of the greatest artists of our generation. So don't sleep. Let's go. Thank you so much. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. See you soon.
Money is power, and power is lust. They call me the Black Roman Emperor, Septimius. Welcome to my house, where fashion is a must. Others have come before me, but now they're the dust. Chanel.